We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to a very special episode of No Other Pod because it is a double hashtag victory pod this week after Sporting yes. Kansas City, beat the Colorado Rapids, and Los Angeles Football Club, both at home at Children's Mercy Park. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about the man of the week, Daniel Shallowy, or should I say man of the last two weeks, question mark, because he got double team of the week. We'll talk about it. It's a little weird how they did it, but we'll get to all that later. First, I'm Jimmy. That's my co-host, Daniel. Dan, what is going on? Dude, just over here trying to rehydrate from our two hot games <laughs> this week, man. Good times, dude. Good times. It, it, there's nothing better than coming back on here and talking a little footy with you that is fresh off the heels of two victories. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could have been one and one, and we would have been like, hey, technically it's a victory pot. All right. But no, dude, it was two. Two and, oh. was two. and I'm like, I'm jazzed to be here. Uh, uh, we got, we got things to talk about and, and we're not off for the holiday weekend either. We get to go up to LA for a July 4th game. Oh yeah. There's so much to, to break down here. So hell yeah. Uh, we we got to, we got to get going, man. Game coming up against the LA galaxy and the leading scorer in the league Chicharito. Yeah, no so. one really cares though. They are pretty, you know what? We're beating people in the standings. Colorado was decent. Mm-hmm. LAFC mm, debatable, but everyone still, you know, sucks on their nuts, whatever. It's great. <laughs> it's great that we're doing big things, man. And galaxy are going to be no different because we hate them. I'm not trying to call Andrew Weeby or extra time out. I haven't listened to the extra time episode that came out on, uh, uh, on, on Tuesday should. yet. You should, but... because they pointed out, Hey, well, we're really not talking about SKC. Oh, you think? No, you'd rather talk about how LAFC collapsed or whatever. Well, someone did tell me that they were kind of defending Bob Bradley and LAFC and like trying to say they're not as bad as they seem. And I was like, okay, are we still really doing this? But then someone also told me that they said Daniel Shallowy leads the league in runs. And I was like, what is that? What is that stat? Just running baseball? Just running around the field? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) That is weird. Like, when does that start? Oh, he's he's making a run. He's running. Count that. Dude, stats just... Stats are crazy. There's a stat for everything. I'm sure it's like runs into the box or whatnot, but just the way they phrased it, right. he just lead the league, leads the league in runs, and it's just like he leads he leads the le- the le- <laughs> he leads the league in being a leggy son of a gun too. I tell you that <laughs> that man's all legs. He's a we tall will, drink of water. 
we and we'll talk all about Daniel Shalvey and about how he does not want to talk about things of the past anymore. He made that no, he very clear. That. Yeah, he said so. that. Did who asked that question? Was that Chad? Did Chad get slapped in the mouth? <laughs> it was not Chad. Oh, okay. No. Chad did mention it in his follow-up question, and I was like, playing with right. fire, Chad. He was like, don't mention it again. And Chad's like, speaking of 2020, <laughs> goddamn it, Chad. <laughs> no, he just kind of threw it in there a little bit. He's like, I'm not gonna talk about what you just told me not to talk about. but you just mentioned it anyways how dare you (laughs) um but one thing we do like talking about i don't know if daniel shallow likes talking about it but we like talking about it is our new reviews oh and we we always like reading when we get well we read when we get any review but especially if it's a good review with a five-star rating and we got one man well let me uh let me talk to you all right first of all our 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 average rating is 4.8 out of five i don't like it I don't like that. Get it it used to be all fives. I don't know what happened. Anyone who hasn't done a rating on Apple Podcasts needs to get that done. Do a We're solid. A- get us back to fives, man. It makes me feel good. We're at 197 ratings. Get us over Ooh. 200. Get We're us over 200. 200 man. We're five-star men. All right? We, we're That's not right. 4.8 men. We're five-star no. men. No. Okay? We're the golden gods of podcasting. Just well, get it done. All not, right? Let's simmer down a little bit. I'm not demanding. It's a, it's an ask. A, it's a demanding ask of you. Just please help us. The Zlatan of podcasting. Well, we might be. We could be the, the Zlatan <laughs> of, you know, the golden geese, whatever you want to call us. Okay. But uh, hey, new review, man, from B. Schwartz 29. Five stars. First of all, I take umbrage with uh, his umbrage. his or her title. <laughs> Did I just make that word up? No, no I think it, it's just an impressive use of vocabulary. Well, I got a degree now, so I, I know words. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they say not back on the shallowy wagon yet. Oof. What? If you're tuning into this podcast, you are on that shallowy wagon and we're driving that bitch. Get on it. <laughs> if you're not on it, you're going to be on it by the end of this episode. If you're not on it, we are tying your shoelaces to the back and we're dragging you. <laughs> you own it. Hey, but they said, I found no other pod when a former SKC pod quit producing episodes and the political podcasts were starting to depress me. It has now been my Wednesday morning entertainment for about a year. And I have found myself going back to old episodes because no other pod is a million times better than other SKC pods. I love their insight as fans and as people who know more about soccer than I do. I'm enjoying the recaps of the game and I tend to learn something about soccer or the team every episode. Now, can we bump this up to twice a week with one episode about KC Woso because we need a podcast about them too. Oh man. I mean, you know, sometimes I just struggle to get Jimmy on the phone once (laughs) you're trying to, trying to get us going twice a week i mean i i don't hate it but that's a big ask that's that's double the work but you know who knows Maybe, i'm not gonna say never yeah I'm never say, say never. never that's a that's a bieber song but i mean i'll tell you it's that's <laughs> that's still a good review and b schwartz 29 i mean that that's nice uh even if you are not on the shallowy train which you should be get on it. Choo, choo. are you not having fun is this not fun trains leaving will- the station I will yank that horn all day, baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you have not yet left your five-star rating or review, please go ahead and do it. Like we said, 197 ratings on Apple Podcasts right now. If you use Apple Podcasts, get us over that 200 mark. Really close. That's good stuff. So thank you so much. Uh, and we'll look to read more reviews in the future. And uh, before we get into Colorado and then LAFC and then preview the LA Galaxy, Y'all know that we love Manscaped. Manscaped mm. has got so many great products. And you know what? Summer's coming and hotter days are just around the corner. 
So keep cool with the help of our friends at Manscaped who just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. The previous performance package, I think, in 3.0, now it's been upgraded. It's got the 4.0. So complement yes. your summer grooming routine with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. Or if you're a woman, you can use it too. Nothing saying yeah. you can't. Go for uh-huh. it. The sun is shining and calling your name. So join the 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD, all one word, all caps. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 because inside this package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You're going to find the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer which is amazing. You're going to find the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. You're going to find the Crop Reviver Toner. You're going to find the Performance Boxer Briefs and a really amazing travel bag to hold all the goodies. Yes, so. I got three pairs of the Boxer Briefs and they're great. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Fourth generation trimmer includes cutting edge ceramic blade. It's got the skin safe technology. It's got that 7,000 RPM motor. It's got the engaged travel lock that you can turn on and off. And it's got the 4,000 K spotlight. It's also waterproof. You can take it in the shower. You can take it in the bathtub. Maybe you can take it in the ocean. I don't know. I haven't tried it. Maybe the salt will mess with it. So maybe don't do that, but maybe try. But with that light, man, your, your, your member is, is center stage and the best <laughs> show ever, you know? You'll be able to see it. And the Performance Package 4.0 includes the Weed Whacker to eliminate those ear and nose hairs that bug you or your partner because they don't like them either. So the Weed yeah, Whacker. gross. And when you have more nose hairs, dude, more boogers get caught to them. And like you good. see that and say you're like having sex or something and you like see a booger. <laughs> it's all you're going to focus on. It's all you're going to focus on. It's, you know, it's true. Dan's out here speaking truth. Uh, waterproof and a 9,000 RPM motor using a 360 degree rotary dual blade system for the weed whacker with science proprietary skin safe technology. And then follow it up, seal the deal with those liquid formulations. The crop preserver down under helps deodorize you and uh, make sure then you come out and uh, use the crop reviver to leave you feeling fresh. So don't forget. That's a little pump action spritz right it there. It's like when you need extra fresh and I'm like, all right, I'll spritz it up. A little fresh spritz. So you just air dry uh, those bad boys. And you get the performance package 4.0. You get your two free gifts, the boxers and the shed travel bag. So make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping with code. No other pot at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code. No other pod at manscaped.com. Stay fresh this summer and shine with manscaped. There you go. Get yourself the uh, the manscaped Daniel Shiley 4.0 lawnmower. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> we do, uh, you know, we do have our our, our Shiley correspondent uh, Drake Ewing, who did say the Shiley stock has flown through the atmosphere and continues to skyrocket, just like how you should always be rocking with your lawnmower 4.0 on business travels. Use code No Other Pod at checkout. Just insane, <laughs> man. You know, we got a new T-shirt too. We do have a new t-shirt and, and whatever. We'll, we have a new design. You can put on whatever you want. You can go to the link in our bio to check out our merch store. You can go to bit.ly slash no other pod. That's the, the little bitly link that I made and, and check out all our merch. There's a, there's a sale going on right now. So I think that was yesterday. Well, but, uh, one of them looks like it's still on sale. At oh, least for, okay. for the next 22 hours from the time we're recording, our victory pod t-shirt is still on sale. Oh boy. So you can get that like get that victory pod shirt Wednesday morning. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Get they on do there. sales all the time, man. I'm always yeah. checking Check it back out. in. So 
let's talk about this uh this Colorado game first. And we got a oh, lot man. we got to talk about. So, you know, but this was the game where Alan Polito was on the bench to start. Kyrie Shelton was up top with uh, Johnny Russell, Daniel Shallowy. The rest of the lineup was what we've come to expect, although Felipe Hernandez was in the middle alongside Buzio and Roger Espinosa. So, how, you know, Colorado, this game was important because heading into this game, Colorado had two games in hand and was only two points behind us in the standings. So this is, I was saying before this game, it was about as close to a must win as you could get at this point in the season. I don't feel like sporting hyped up the second and third place uh, matchup as much as Colorado did. That's Colorado's socials were all like, Hey, we're coming in. We're taking second place today. Uh, Sporting was just like, man, another day. Let's get that dub. You <laughs> it's know? just the Rapids. And Peter knew. Peter's like, it's just the Rapids. I'm going to bring Allen off the bench. Life is good. Uh, Felipe is going to get in there. He's on the verge of scoring his first goal. I got to mm-hmm. give it to him. Let's let's get this thing rolling. So you see the lineup. You're like, wow, Allen on the bench is weird, but must be a reason for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. But, you know, the, there was a lot of congestion in this game or in this week. Um, with traveling on the road to Portland and then midweek with Colorado and then weekend again with LAFC. We, we talked a little bit last week about some of the players in Colorado, obviously Diego Rubio coming back. He got a nice little ovation when they announced his name. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I, not, not for me. Um, you know, <laughs> he, I don't like the way he plays Jimmy. I, I feel, I feel bad for being the minority on that, but the way he, gets kind of rude or complains all the time or tries to flop and get calls. I just, I don't like it. He used to do it when he played for us too. It's not just because he's against us. I didn't like it when he did it, when he played for sporting, mm-hmm. it's just different, right? Yeah, no, you, you've always been, I mean, nobody likes flopping, but you've always been, especially um, angry is not the right word, but just like, you, you don't like it when people do it. It bugs you. Whether Maybe. they're on our team. Yeah. Like when the, the flopping happens, yeah. like well, Latif yeah, would do it all the freaking time. And we didn't like that, though. I, I feel mm-hmm. like collectively we were like, come on, Latif, this makes us look bad, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Michael Barrios. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes him, dude. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants to his mohawk. Never going to like him. Yeah. But, the, you know, this game, um, it, it, it was pretty interesting because straight from the get-go, it was pretty clear that Sporting KC was on the front foot. Right well, off they didn't the bat. do nothing. It's like, no. welcome to our house. Sit back and let us put on a show, you yeah. jamokes. <laughs> and, you know, the sporting came out strong. 14th minute, uh, Jalen Lindsay found Johnny Russell on the right side. Johnny has yet to find the goal on this season, but he's got some assists. And he had a, a gorgeous little cutback pass toward the spot. Found Daniel Shallowy wide open. Really not sure what Colorado defenders were doing there because Daniel just kind of runs right by Lalas Abubakar and uh, just puts it right in the goal. And what you see in the background, if you watch the highlight, it's kind of hilarious. Johnny just flip over, head over heels over the advertising board. Johnny did not see that goal. He, he, <laughs> he got back up and was like, everyone's cheering. Something good happened. I, I did good. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Or, I mean. That was like I a know, hockey flip, dude. He was like in the crowd. Yeah. I know we talked about before how, he kind of became a little bit of a one-trick pony on the attack with like trying to split the two defenders, but sure, he's. But if he can assist, let's go. Well, and he has found you know Roger used to be pretty good at this with the late run into the box, but Johnny started doing this where he just kind of drives toward the touchline, and then as opposed to splitting defenders, now he drives to the drives to the touchline and just kind of tries to cut back for the pass for the late trailing runner. That mm-hmm. works. 
Yeah, if they're going to double him up, he's, he's kind of stopped trying to split him because, you know, he's got to try to do something. And mm-hmm. he's feeding Daniel goals, man. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's great that you can see this happening, you know, just 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later in the 38th minute, uh, Felipe Hernandez finds Daniel Shalloway, who it was a little bit of a hard pass from from Felipe. He kind of put a little little sauce on that pass. And Daniel, though, really good first touch, puts it down right in a perfect spot, shoots it near post right past Yarborough. Shalloway has a brace in the first half. It's wild. It's wild. I was really hoping for hat trick Shalloway, man. Like, God, it just big time. I, I just I, I didn't know how to feel right there. I'm like, OK. 2-0 is a little dangerous, right? Yeah. I'm uh, scared. You know, let's go, let's get another one. Okay. I really thought it was coming. And Daniel thought it was coming just like four minutes later. He he had a one-on-one with William Yarbrough, and he, he probably should have finished it. Now, ultimately, it wouldn't have mattered because he was called just offside. But at this point, I thought a shallowy hat trick was all but guaranteed because he was a man on fire. It was yeah. out of control. And so, so you start thinking, like, you know, Shirey's up. Shirey. Shirey is up front <laughs> and and you're thinking okay well Polito's gonna come in you don't dare take out Daniel Shallowy the right. man on a mission you don't touch him you don't talk to him you right. let the boy do his freaking thing but uh, uh I started thinking who are they gonna take out you know what I mean at the half because yeah. Allen's gonna come in you see him warming up yeah it was uh Johnny Russell came out at the half and Peter he was asked about it post game. It wasn't anything that Johnny did poorly. Johnny didn't do anything wrong. It just this was one of those planned subs that Peter Which talked about rotation. Peter never plans subs, I don't think. Well, not only does he not, or he never gets the chance to. He's usually forced to use them some other time, you know. Yeah, and he certainly doesn't talk about planning subs a lot, and he doesn't talk about squad rotation a lot because in the past, when he's been asked about squad rotation, people ask him, you know, how are you going to manage the three games in eight days? He's like, I don't worry about it, you know. Our, Every every guy on our roster from the top to the bottom is is somebody who can contribute and is here for a reason. You know, it's crazy. Sort of thing. I can't. He does do that. I, if I'm <laughs> if I'm him, dude, I'm taking credit for everything. Like, oh, uh, Johnny Russell got a red card. Do you have any thoughts of that? That was in the plans. That was in the plans. We 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 knew Johnny would get a red. <laughs> Johnny was pushing some people this last week. And and sporting socials just wants to say, hey, look what our guy did. However, they backtracked and was like. But this happened first. So yeah. Johnny was just getting his receipt out there, okay? <laughs> he was giving that guy the receipt. Well, it was kind of interesting because I was like, I get that they're trying to put out Johnny being a tough guy, but all you did was tweet out a video of Johnny shoving somebody to the ground, which is very illegal. It's very illegal. But <laughs> they, but then they posted the other one. The guy kind of yeah. knocked him down. I was like, yeah. okay, I see what you're doing. Can MLS look at stuff like that and be like, well, we have to find this man. I mean, because I'd be like, you'd have to do that for every team and really yeah. sift through hours of video. You said that, and I and I asked somebody else who said something similar who's a little bit connected to pro. It's like, you know, SKC is tempting them by just putting it out there because you're calling attention to it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Hey, if you missed it, our player punched <laughs> this one in the face if you would like to see it again. Put some but, some sick beats beneath it and just call it good. Well, I didn't know what it was. I didn't I didn't know it was a repercussion thing. I thought maybe the player was chirping at him or something. Maybe yeah. called him a name or something like that. But nah, yeah. man, they were going at it. Well, it was funny because I remember when it happened in the game. You know, um, and obviously it, it was the LAFC game. I think it happened. We, we jumped ahead a little bit with it, but uh, 
Oh, was that I, LFC game? Dude, two games I a week so. will mess I don't you remember. up. But and especially a Woso game on both days also. I'm all messed up. I remember hearing the reaction of the other team and being like, what? And I'm like pointing and I look down at I see a guy on the ground. I see Johnny walking away yelling, get up. I was like, I don't know what happened. I didn't see it live. But <laughs> Johnny uh, full force pushes the man <laughs> and he's like, get up. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, Johnny's Johnny. I mean, that's the dude that tried to fight Kendall Waston in his like third game. I just imagine Johnny owns many Scottish weapons <laughs> I, I'm, I'm talking swords, swords uh maces you know medieval stuff, man oh yeah dude just just random stuff from like scottish war lore you know you walk into his house it's just a medieval scottish castle yeah I, probably best friends <laughs> with drew mcintyre from wwe you know hanging out and talking about swords yeah um 64th minute in the, in the colorado game uh this is when felipe hernandez got on the scoreboard and, uh, you know, he had a nice little give and go here with Shallowy where he got it in the box again, first touch. And, and this is, you know, this is a quality finish. He's, he's near the top of the box and he's calm, cool, and just puts it in the bottom right corner very nicely. Yarborough can't do anything about it. And it's his first goal, 3-0, Sporting KC. Yeah, we, we need to mention also that uh, this team was entirely majority children. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, homegrown players running this team mm-hmm. it's insane I, yeah. and, and for felipe hernandez to look so calm and collected like that dude that's that's not a child that's no. not a, a teenager that is a professional yeah and i was i was amazed i lost my mind you saw the replay the the, the dude's face is just elated mm-hmm. with joy i just wanted to go hug him along with the team it's just you're just so happy for the dude yeah and you're right at the end of this game was when for the first time in club history, Sporting KC had six homegrown players on the field at the same time because it was Daniel Shallowy. And then the midfield was entirely homegrown with Gianluca Buzio, Felipe Hernandez, and Cam Duke. And then you had Jalen Lindsay at right back. And then Cave Rad came in at center back. So you had six, more than half of the team on the field, like you said, homegrown players. First time in club well, history. Tell me some more about how FC Dallas has the best academy ever. I mean, let's <laughs> let's talk about that. Everyone wants to talk about FC Dallas. Yeah. Just that's exciting, dude. And Peter has said in the past his goal ultimately is to field an entire starting lineup of homegrowns. Yeah. And Tim is like, I'm not dead yet. Can we just <laughs> I still have a shot at the US men's national team? Yes, let's calm down. I'm still playing. <laughs> Which by the way. I think you might have mentioned this. I don't know if we talked about it on there. Speaking of goalkeepers, have you seen John Pulskamp doing a little bit of uh, modeling work out there in the wild? Not, he's modeling? I keep seeing Charlie Hustleads, and I've seen other people, and it's I'm about 99.4% sure it's John Pulskamp is doing modeling for Charlie Hustle now, and they're like Instagram ads. Really? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? You got, you're either sure or you're not. Like, what, does I'm, he look well, different? No, I mean, it well, looks the, – the 0.6%, I'm not sure, is, is me allowing for – the fact that John Pulskamp might have an identical twin out there doing something. But I'm going to hold this up to the screen no. so you can you can Come see. On, you don't. Oh, no, man. That's I think that's Pulskamp. That looks like John Pulskamp. Go to Charlie Hustle I mean, on Instagram, and, and he's. Yeah, you'll doing, see him uh, on Vascular Tuesday with his bicep vein over yeah, here. That's got to be and John Pulskamp. Gorgeous facial hair, a little, little jerry curl going on. Yeah. Freaking. So. What a gorgeous man. What is that about? <laughs> why, why do we get stuck looking like this 
And he's like, I can grow a perfectly crafted beer beard <laughs> beard. And I, and we're all like patchy Irishmen. I don't understand yeah. it. Oh, I can't grow a beard to save my life. So yeah, you just let your cat lick it off. I mean, I, I gotta, <laughs> you know, I gotta craft it a little bit and then it gets too long and it's red. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. I just want that pulse camp face, man. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool that sporting Casey was able to put six homegrown players on on the field at the same time alan polito almost made it 4.0 in the 72nd minute probably should have it went off the, the right 4. post 4.0 dude stop doing manscape reads <laughs> you just said alan polito almost made it 4.0 get out four two zero four nil four nil as the zero uh, would be 420 hey hey there <laughs> he missed it off the post and then the one bummer about this game was uh 84th minute um, and it's off a set piece because set pieces continue to be a bugaboo for uh, Sporting KC. Keegan Rosenberry um, technically got the goal, but I thought it was Lawless Abubakar who got the header. But for some reason, MLSsoccer.com says it was Keegan Rosenberry. No, they didn't the header go the off? The header went off the crossbar, correct? And then it then Is it was that... tapped in by Rosenberry. Oh, that's right. You're right. When I hear Rosenberry, by the way, all I think about is Rookie of the Year, and I want to call Rosenberry by – a million different last names like <laughs> hey Rosenberger, you know uh Rugen, Rugen Flugger. <laughs> but um pretty cool peter would peter loved what he saw from felipe hernandez um yeah. he said his positioning was great he won a ton of balls he was very good in possession he had an all-around good game then he scored his uh his first um his first goal of his career he's tiny and- too like he's gonna draw fouls man when he gets hit he goes far and it doesn't yeah. even look that bad, but he like, I don't know if he makes a meal out of it or if he really did just get <laughs> hit by a truck. Well, Roger said before that Felipe reminds him of a younger Roger, which I'm like, I like that. But that was like, Felipe is so much smaller. And I looked it up oh. to confirm it. Roger's listed at 5'11", 165. Right. Felipe but- Hernandez is listed at 5'8", 130. So Felipe is just a couple years away from getting a bunch of red cards. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> So, but you know, it was, it was great. Um, like you said, uh, Peter sometimes plans his subs. Sometimes he doesn't about the six homegrowns. He said, sometimes it's calculated and sometimes I've got to make changes and I got to put guys in that I think can do the job. And this is one of those situations where guys had to go into the game and had to take on the responsibility. And, uh, he was really happy with what he saw. Yeah. That stuff wasn't planned, man. He had to go with what he had to do. I mean, putting, putting Cam Duke in at the end, like that's, come on. He didn't plan to do that. Right. That was just, that was just cool, man. And I'm real happy for all those dudes. And, and we, it, there's gotta be a time where we stop calling them kids and start calling them men. And professionals. Men. The uh, main list of men. Pretty cool to get that midweek win. We knew then it would be a victory pod, but we also knew LAFC was coming to town. And even though LAFC is not having the year they normally do, Carlos Vela only just got his first goal last Wednesday night. It's we still, all know it's not about how you are right now. It's about how you finish. Like they could catch fire. You mm-hmm. know, they could get that Seattle Sounders bug. We don't know. It's still a marquee team coming in town to play. We still got Latif Blessing coming in, uh, Diego Rossi, uh, Ots Westa. It was so quiet. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Latif's out there. <laughs> well, this was a weird one because Alan Polito gets back in the starting lineup. And you're like, oh, this would right. be cool. Polito versus Vela, the two Mexican national team stars. Sure. Carlos Vela was on the bench. Yeah, that was weird, right? He started the game on the bench. So it's um, 
And they wouldn't know. have gone up against each other anyway. I mean, Vela was is basically on the wing most of the time, right? Yeah. Well, he he kind of floats between the wing. They play a two or they played a two striker formation. They kind of were doing a five three two slash three five two. Yeah. Um, but it just you know would have been kind of cool to have like two of the more prolific Mexican strikers, yeah. not named Chicharito, going against each other. Uh, and and you know it didn't work out that way, but that's okay um that's fine now you know you got vela coming in uh probably going to give them some kind of a spark when they need it most you know so it's kind of you, you got that in the back of your mind right yeah yeah so you know it's um it's pretty interesting i you know this game didn't really start the way that sporting kc had hoped obviously because um well, I shouldn't say Sporting KC actually looked pretty dominant for the first 20 minutes. They looked like they were the better side once again, kind of the same way that they started off against the Colorado Rapids. But then um, LAFC really kind of against the run of play, just a couple of passes and suddenly Kim Moon Juan gets the ball and he's kind of in an open position all by himself on the right side, has a nice little touch around a couple defenders and then just puts it in the back of the net. And you're like, well, shit, LAFC. Yep really being on outplayed for most of the first half suddenly is up one zero. Just one of those sleepy moments, man, just kind of, kind of scary. Cause we were just crushing it. It just felt so good. Yeah. And then that was just absolutely deflating. And it's almost like when that happened, the clouds moved and the sun started shining and it was so hot. Yeah. And then it like pours rain out of nowhere and everyone's so hot and now wet. <laughs> and it's just, just the weirdest time, dude. Yeah, it was strange. I got a little nervous after halftime because immediately LAFC looked like they came out hot again, and I think they blasted a ball off Tim's face like 30 seconds into the second half. Damn. Um, it it could have gone bad real quickly there. They could have gone up 2-0, but Tim saved it. And then, like you said, the heavens opened up, and it started pouring like you know a downpour for five, ten minutes. Not long. This is where you love soccer stadiums because as fans, you're not even getting wet. You know what I mean? In a Except lot of the stadium, yeah. A couple of people in the front row started to like bail. And I was like, well, what are you bailing for? Like, we're all out here sweating our butts off in our clothes. <laughs> and it's just rain. It's yeah. rain. And it's getting, uh, what'd you do? Wear your nicest attire to a, <laughs> to a sporting match? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it, it was different. I, I love it because up in the press box, I'm totally covered. So I'm yeah. just sitting up there chilling, but, uh, it was, it, I got a nice little mist. I was like, Hey, that feels good. It missed me up. Yeah. When it happens, it, you know, it's, it's not fun to play in, but it's kind of a cool experience to be at. Sometimes it so. can be fun, man. That ball gets moving. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know if this really affected LAFC or not, but you know, Tristan Blackman, the defender, he got a yellow card early in the game and like the 13th minute. And I remember to look out for you're like, wow, another 80 minutes watching this dude. He, he's got to keep his hands to himself and everything. Well, especially he's playing on his right sporting's left. So we had Daniel Shallowy running at him the entire game. And we know the form Shallowy's in, you know, Shallowy was like, I'm going to get this dude a red card. I'm doing it. Yeah. So, you know, we asked Peter after the game, like, did you change your game plan at all? Once Blackman got the early yellow to run at him. And he was like, we didn't, he didn't say they changed their game plan, but he was like, our offense was running through the left side and we kind of wanted it to run through the left side. So maybe he was being a little coy, but 
anytime that happens, yes. you know, you're like, yeah, we're going to start running at that guy. So Daniel knew if I get around this guy and I feel a little contact, I'm, I'm going to go down. I'm not saying Daniel made a thing of it. I mean, he did absolutely grab on to Daniel's Jersey because he had to, Yeah, he was beat. But uh, I'm, not, I'm thinking Daniel could have pushed through that and not exactly twisted around and went down. <laughs> I think he felt it. He knew it was coming and was like, all right, bye-bye, Tristan. Yeah, I, I certainly Later, don't Tristan's. blame him. Buzio had a gorgeous little pass. This pass from Buzio, honestly, he's driving in and he he kind of no-look passes it to Daniel on the left side. And, and Daniel, just his off-the-ball movement is getting by Tristan. And, and like you said, he grabs him. He goes down um, just outside the box. Penzone goes right to the red card. I don't know if – I think it was a straight red. I don't even think it was technically a second yellow. So Yeah, I didn't see the yellow pop out. I think it was a straight red because it which, was a little dogzo action, huh? Yeah, they're, they're – you know, the effect of, of it for this specific game is the same. There is actually a difference in terms of, like, MLS punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking with, with somebody, and, and they were, like – they were actually a little bit surprised Pro didn't review it because – it was one of those situations where they could review it, overturn the call, give him a, a second yellow, and then still end up with a red card, and it would seem really dumb to the rest of us. Yeah. But they that would have been stupid. Do it. <laughs> yeah. But Buzio took that set piece off the crossbar, man. Buzio is real good from just outside the box with these set yeah, pieces. It's scary. If he's behind ball like that, uh, you better you better have your, your concentration cap on, you know? Yeah. And, you know – 61st minute you kind of felt it coming at this point um alan polito ball falls to him right at the top of the box left-footed finish right in the back of the net sporting case he's tied 1-1 30 minutes left in the game up man you kind of felt like three points were coming at this point at least i did yeah i mean you it's, it's yes it feels it feels good you're like oh wow so much time left you know and then 87th minute yeah this was my favorite goal of all of the goals we scored over the past couple of days because of the the little move that Felipe Hernandez does here he gets the ball outside the box probably 25 yards out from goal he takes a couple of steps in and looks like he's about to shoot from distance off of his right foot so LAFC defenders crash in on him and the right back or the guy who's covering right back for where Tristan Blackman was kind of leans in and as soon as he leans in Felipe pulls back the shot and just lays it off to Daniel Shallowy on the left side who first time finishes it into the side netting for the go-ahead goal SKC ends up winning two to one Daniel Shallowy gave all the credit in the world to Felipe Hernandez for that little move Um, and suddenly SKC six points out of six in two games so not good. Bad. So good. Still not enough to overtake Seattle as they continue to keep doing things on their side, but uh, that's okay, man. This is a marathon, not a sprint and we're staying where we need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Sporting KC after it all is said and done, uh, get six points out of six. As we said, uh, they're still sitting at second place in the West uh, 23 points through 12 games. Now, just like we said last week, when we played Colorado and they were two points behind us with two games in hand, LA Galaxy on Sunday, July 4th, two points behind us, two games in hand. This is a huge match for the power in the West. And uh, unfortunately, we're probably going to be without Alan Polito. 
Yeah, it's and, and that's not the end of the world. I know everyone thinks like, oh, SKC's screwed. And it's like, well, we've been with Adam before and we continue to get results and make things happen. But uh, it is concerning. It's different. I, on extra time, they, they floated the idea of uh, Kai Kamara needing a team. And oh, my coming, God. They did. They did float that. And I was like, okay, it's not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But uh, L.A., man, two games in hand? Like, that's wild. This is a huge game for them because they're going to, we're going to, we need to continue to step forward over them. You know what I mean? We need to, we need to get these points. These are probably the crucial ones. Yeah. This, if I said, I know I just said early in this podcast, I was like, this midweek game against Colorado is as close to a must win as, as you can have. Well, you know, this game's bigger because LA is probably man. better. Yeah. So. They are. And Chicharito's doing big things, which, uh, you know, so is Fontas. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so is so is Ilya. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they get exposed sometimes. It's a little scary at times. Yeah. But Fontas just over here making team of the week bench. No big deal. Chichir- yeah, that's true. Chicharito's not a burner, though. Like, he's not a guy who's going to sprint by you and, and leave you in a, a, a trail of dust. So, yeah. Fontas and Ilya. I much of him. Is he more of just a finisher, like a Wondolowski, but better? Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's good with the ball at his at his feet, but you know, he's okay. he's not a barn burner. You know, and and what's interesting is Diego Rossi's a very good striker. Yeah, SKC did very well against Diego Rossi one on one. They shut that guy down. Yeah, whether it was Fontas or Luis Martins, there was I don't know if you remember this was right down right by you. There was a um, a play where Rossi was one on one with Martins, and he was probably like eight ten yards off goal, and Martins was on him like white on rice, and just forced him way out of the box and way down and eventually ended up it ended up being an LFC throw in but it was like 35 yards away from goal he got the ovation for it too it was recognized and it was appreciated like it was it was wild Rossi would just cross him up and and he never never bit he just stayed Mm -hmm. with him the whole time no it was it was fantastic that probably is the single best play I've seen Luis Martins do in a sporting KC jersey well he went out this is crazy. He wouldn't touch on it, but he went out uh, injured in the Colorado game. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh man, we're going to be without him. Nope. He's just back in the lineup against LAFC. And that dude has been the most consistent player on our team as far as minutes go and being crucial in the attack and, and tracking back on defense. Is Luis Martins the workhorse of the team? Just the unmentionable workhorse? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's we're not talking um... about him near enough. There's so many players that are that are in real good form right now. So those outside backs never get much recognition, anyways. You know what I mean? They don't show up on the stat sheet very much, yeah. and you know it is what it is. But um, LA, they've won their last two games too, so they're coming in in good form. Um, and you know it's, it's a way game too, man. It's it's this is crazy. And it's a it's late no game way. for us. It's a lot late. of us maybe have the day off Monday. Mm-hmm. Chicharito, he's leading the league in goals of ten. Daniel Shalley's right behind him at seven. So it's just, this is, this is the marquee game of the weekend. Yeah. Is it on uh, now, it's a little FS1, right? Should be the late FS1 game. I think it's the late FS1 game. Cause normally they don't do, uh, no, it's not. Is it not? That's too it bad. It says MLS live ESPN plus Bally. Wow. That's surprising. That is, but you know, I don't think they expected the galaxy to really be great. Because they kind of base these times and teams and matchups off of uh, last year's results and stuff. There's one 
FS1 game this weekend. It's Thursday, tomorrow. Austin oh, and wow. Portland. Hmm. So, and then the ESPN game is uh, Saturday. Columbus and New England. Okay. So, but then we got the, we got the, I mean, this is the big one. It's LA Galaxy and Sporting KC uh, the night of the 4th of July. So, mm-hmm. if you're going to do fireworks, you're going to see them on the field. Get them, get them done early because the game's at 930. So, what do you think? Um, like we said, no Polito, which, by the way, that was freaking gross injury he posted on his Instagram. Yeah, didn't need to see all that, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's like when people, uh, I have a doctor friend who went down to Ethiopia for like a residency or something to help kids. And he's like, yeah, graphic post incoming. I'm like, well, I'm glad you said that because you're posting some gross stuff, my friend. Right? I don't need <laughs> to see it. You can, you know, it's fine. And that's what Polito did. He was like, oh, check this out. God damn it, Alan. Yeah. (laughs) So he's got stitches. He'll be out for a little bit. Now stitches on a laceration is better. You see his bone. His bone. You could almost see his bone. It was it was not pleasant. His little his little capillaries and the arteries and (laughs) everything just stick it out, man. Phalanges of the foot. Phalanges of the foot. I think those are Yeah, dude. Friggin' tendons just (laughs) I don't know. Are capillaries a thing? Capillaries are, are basically small little blood vessels that, that vessels, carry. dude. Capillaries were all over the place. <laughs> um, you think we might see a little Wilson Harris action in Polito's absence? Well, why not? I mean, he's got to he's got to raise the stock of his uh, his Juneteenth jersey that's for auction right now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, well, one of the questions that we got, we got it from Jacob Letourneau. Um, we got it from who else did we see? Connor Bateman. Um, basically, who steps up now that Alan Polito's out? You know, we're getting some goals from Shallowy, but who's going to pick I mean, up some of that scoring? But your top three, it's going to be Shallowy, Kyrie, and, and Johnny Russell again, right? And then maybe a late, a late sub for Wilson Harris for either Johnny or Kyrie, or depending on how Dan- Daniel's doing. Yeah, I would assume. That sounds about right. I think our our back four is all good, but yeah, I don't know who's going to step up. I mean, Daniel's going to, they're, they're going to fold in on Daniel and maybe it's time where Daniel kicks it out to Kyrie and Kyrie gets a few because he hasn't been, he's had chances too. Mm-hmm. Kyrie just hasn't been able to finish them. I mean, that dude's been working. Yeah. I mean, I think Kyrie's one of those people who I said this, I've said this before and I feel like a little bit of a broken record when I say it, but He's not always going to show up on the score sheet, but his off the ball movement and the way he takes up space and his hold up play wow. is so good. It opens Look up space for the people. Look at his turn when he gets the ball and how he's able to just turn on your ass. Like any defender might be on his back. He's going around you. Yeah. Like it's so fun to watch. I'm like this man. Oh my God. The athleticism, the hip movement. It's so cool. Well, in the year we broke the record for the single season you know, goal scoring record for the club was when Kyrie was playing striker a lot of the games. And so it's possible for this team to score goals with Kyrie up there at striker, even if he himself is not the one scoring, but he's in better scoring form than he was um, his first year with SKC. So I think goals can come from him. I do think Johnny Russell will get on the score sheet at some point. We've seen mm-hmm. Buzio capable of doing it. Um, but come on, we don't need Kyrie and Johnny to be on the score sheet to make an impact. Right. Like that's what we've shown. And I just, I think that's what's so special about this team. I haven't been able to see any other uh, MLS teams that can, that are formed that way. 
they're yeah. all kind of built around a striker and we're just like mm, okay we'll put a striker in when he's healthy but we're okay if he's not yeah so we'll see um we have some ground to make up against the la galaxy you know we haven't won in our last three matches against them at least looking at the little history here on the match center i forgot last time we played them was september 2019 because we didn't play them in 2020 that's right we lost seven to two and it was not fun um so i'd like to make up for that but i don't know do you think we go down there and, and get a result in carson on sunday night that's tough man it'll be nice to not have a midweek game and have the whole week off and um you know, travel up there. I don't know what the weather's looking like. That always plays an impact wherever you go. But I'm I'm a little skeptical, if I'm being honest. But uh, I think we get some points. I think we I think we can either draw them or or get that victory. This is a tough one. This is a real fire, big dude. test. We're heated up. We are, but so are, so are the Galaxy. Chicharito yeah, is but... the best player we've played this year, at least as far as form goes. Hey, uh, does Sasha Kleshin play for the Galaxy? Who's uh, he play for? Where is he now? I don't think so. I think he's, Oh, is he not? No, he's been... Um, oh, he still is with the Galaxy. I forgot okay. he existed. Because there was a video trending, and it was just like a bunch of fans flipping out, flipping off the LA Galaxy team, and and uh, Sasha Kleshin, like takes his jersey off and like waves at everybody. like, And then the rest of the Galaxy team comes, and they're getting like water cups or probably beer cups thrown at him yeah. and they they're like just waving at him giving him thumbs up i don't know what that was did, did you did you see that video i didn't see that one no oh okay it was I knew it was wild i was like look at this shit <laughs> i knew he was with the galaxy last year i didn't know if he was still with the galaxy this year because okay. he's getting kind of old but i see videos <laughs> but uh but yeah i don't know i think this will be a tough one i'm i never expect a victory on the road and so I'm, I'm not going to go into this one expecting a victory on the road. If we get a draw, I will be happy. I'll be happy yeah. with a draw. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, always be happy with that draw on the road. And uh, if you get more, then we're really happy. And, and mm-hmm. we're, it's a good Independence Day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we mentioned that Sporting Kansas City forward Daniel Shallowy was on back-to-back team of the weeks. So I just wanted to shout him out again. There was a, a midweek one that came out on Thursday where he and Peter Vermees were, were both – Vermees was the coach for the team of the week. That's right. That's listed. right. And then uh, he made it again along with Buzio and, and Andre Fontes for the following team of the week. Uh, but so did Chicharito and uh, LA Galaxy defender um, Julian Arajo. So we got a, okay. a tough matchup coming up on Sunday. So – We'll it see. Certainly feels like that, man. And and the Galaxy are always known for being great. And then they had a couple setbacks, so they might they might be returning to form this year. Yeah. Um, the other big storyline of of the week was Gianluca Buzio transfer rumor started heating up again. Oh sure, and the boys are uh, even kind of trolling it on Instagram <laughs> a little bit. I, you know, everyone yeah. thinks Daniel and Johnny are like, uh, you know, being legit. But I think Daniel's just like, this is what everyone else is saying. Like, we just got to enjoy the last few games you're with us. I mean, come on. Nothing's, right. been, nothing's been said. <laughs> um, there was a report that said it was based off of a Sky Sport Italia report. But I love when 
random anonymous rumor accounts do this. They're like via Sky Sports, but they don't link to anything. They don't tag anything. They just say yeah. via whatever. So they could be making it up. Who knows? Uh, but this rumor account basically said that um, Italian club Sassuolo, who finished eighth in Serie A last season, was going to purchase Gianluca Buzio for 5 million euros, which is basically $6 million plus a sell-on fee, which would be a pretty good return for Gianluca Buzio especially with that sell-on fee. But then MLSsoccer.com's Tom Bogert said that reports suggesting SKC and Sassuolo have agreed are not true. Negotiations remain ongoing. Uh, Sassuolo is in the mix, but nothing is agreed, is what Bogert said. That's what the Bogues said, man. Good job, Bogues. Well, and then uh, Mike Kuhn down the byline said that he saw a tabloid in Italy that linked Buzio to uh, Venezia again. So I think it's just basically every low to mid table Serie A team is linked with Buzio at this point. I mean, it's yeah, there's a lot of links here, man. And I, I got some buddies who are kind of, kind of flipping out about it. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's just coming. We just mm-hmm. got to enjoy what we got, but like, I'm just thinking rip the, rip the bandaid off. You know what I mean? Like, let us tell us, tell us where he's going. And so we can plan right. Uh, emotionally and physically. <laughs> yeah it's at this point kind of what we've said before we'll say it again just enjoy whatever time he has here whether it's one more game two more games five more games peter ideally from what i've understood would like to sell buzio this summer but then make a deal for uh, a loan for the remainder of the season so he could stay with sporting kc which is kind of what the new york red bulls just did with Caden clark because they just transferred him from new york red bulls to uh, rb leipzig and then they struck a deal to let Caden Clark stay with the Red Bulls for the remainder of the year. Um, the issue, as I understand it, though, is if he goes to a team like Venezia or Sassuolo, that, that's a club that's going to want him to compete for first team minutes. So they probably are going to want him there for the preseason. So they might be less likely to give a loan back for the rest of the year. Yeah. Red Bull Leipzig is a little, little different level, huh? It's not quite. Um, yeah, it's a, a little higher. So, yeah. I get that, uh, but how how cool would that be? I mean, you know he's leaving, so he's gonna he's gonna come in here and play balls to the wall, and hopefully uh, help us get that MLS Cup. Man, it is weird seeing him in a non-attacking position. Essentially, he's good like though, the dude man. does. He is, but he doesn't go join the attack very often because he stays in that number six role, and that's just I'm not used to that yet. I think it's my favorite spot for him. Sure, I think I love him in the sixth spot more than it. it's just. I don't know. He, he has such a, a, a knack for uh, looking ahead into the attack. And a lot of his passes are horizontal as opposed to vertical. But I think that opens up some of the vertical passing lanes because there have been a couple balls this year where he's like just chipped it over the midfield and defensive lines for the opponent and just laid it right down there for whether it be Zussi or Polito or, or Shallowy or whoever. And it's right. just been gorgeous over the top balls. So, absolutely. Um, it's coming. Just prepare yourselves. Don't be mad when it happens. Just enjoy the time. So <laughs> everyone's going to be mad. That's just how it is, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> MLSsoccer.com put up a whole article about Daniel Shallowy. I meant to say this before we moved on to Buzio, but um, it's interesting because the whole article was about Daniel Shallowy. This is how he was last year. And this is how he is this year. And we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but after the Colorado game and the post game, it was a, a somebody from the Casey star. It was not Sean Goodwin asked him 
you know, what, what does it mean to have the confidence of your coach in you? And, and how has that helped you this year? And Daniel kind of looked over at SKC's PR person and SKC's PR person kind of gave a little smile. And I was like, Oh no, it's coming. And, and Daniel did it respectfully. He started off with all due respect, but then he was like, we need to stop talking about last year because it's a new year. I've answered these questions a bunch of times, which he has. It's fair. If it's the first two or three games in the season, we're in 10, sure. 11, 12 games in the season. Now, what else do you expect him to say? So, well, the thing is, when you say with all due respect, you can really say whatever you want to somebody. Like, with all due respect, <laughs> you're an asshole. You know what I mean? It really, it really just wipes off whatever thing you're going to say. So, good on him. But uh, I, I liked his response. I mean, it didn't sound mean or no. malicious or anything. It was just uh, when you texted me, I read, I read a little too much into your text tone because you, you usually give me the, the inside dirt before I watched the conference uh, <laughs> online the next day or something. But you were like, you told me all that. And I was like, oh my God, did Daniel like, was he mad? Was he mean? Did he go off on this guy? He was annoyed. Yeah. He was visibly annoyed. It's probably the most mad I've seen Daniel, which doesn't say much because he doesn't like get that mad. Cause it wasn't that mad. You know, it wasn't, it was just like, I mean, come on, I want to talk about now. And it's like, well, you know, also on the other hand, no, we, we do compare seasons. And, and I think that was an intern from the KC star. I don't think yeah. that's even a person with a full-time job. Who's just happy to freaking be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I, my first question at a game and I, I did that. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's happened to everybody, but um... yeah. I mean, you've gotten like, you've gotten shut down where you went home and cried. Cause Peter said something to you, you know, <laughs> cried my entire way home. I had to call Dan and be like, no, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. You get home, your partner's like, what's okay. Uh, what's wrong. And you're like, Peter, but he's yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. I told you, I think uh, he winked at me in the LAFC press conference. Yeah. You had a hard on for that. That was good, man. He was making fun of Sean Goodwin a little bit. And then he, he was feeling his joke a little bit. And that's when he looked over and winked at me. I think he was proud he of, of giving that. Sean a hard time. You know, props to Sean. Love Sean. But how come Peter's the only one that can understand Sean? Graham Zussi just, did ask. Graham Zussi like, does not understand Sean. I'm just saying. <laughs> Graham didn't get it. He's like, I'm sorry, what? And Sean's like, I don't know how to say that uh, any better. <laughs> I'm speaking English. What do you want from me? Yes. And in fact, it's the Queen's English. I'm, I'm right. speaking all of it. And how Peter understood me. What the hell's wrong with you, Graham? <laughs> um, but no, the, it. The press conferences are always so much more fun after wins because you can get more out of people. And somebody brought Peter wine while he's sitting there at the press conference, I and he's just like, that. "Oh, thank you." And he's just he had a little wine. tumbler, yeah, a little cabernet for the victory. <laughs> he's just having a grand old time with his wine, and yeah, he was. I was waiting for him to smell that shit. Like mm, the, the notes, notes are cherry. really off tonight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a little is that cedar? Is that cedar I smell? <laughs> um. After the LAFC comeback win, though, this is also worth noting, Paul Carr, who I'd love to get on the podcast sometime. I want to kind of work on Do that. Do we like Paul Carr? Are we fans of Paul Carr? I like Paul Carr. Paul Carr's oh, okay. great. I didn't know if we didn't like Paul Carr. I know some no. people don't like Paul Carr. I don't really know Paul, Paul Carr's Carr. fantastic. Paul Carr's great a great name. Great analytics guy. Okay. Uh, I know he went to high school with a friend of mine. She's like, yeah, you should totally have him on. I'm like, all right. He says that Sporting KC has five come from behind wins this season, which we know has tied the club record thanks to Kurt Austin. Um they also have 16 points from losing positions this year, which Kurt told me in the press conference is as much as the last two seasons combined. And we've done yeah. it through 12 games. Um, That's a great stat, but let's, let's cut that out. 
Well, that's what I wanted to ask you before we, we kind of wrap up the sporting stuff this week and, and finish off some of these questions is, does it make you feel good or does it make you feel nervous that we're having all these come from behind wins? Well, I mean, yes, right? Like, yes to both. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, okay, that's a cool stat means that this team never says die. You know what I mean? The freaking Goonies, man, they're, they're great. And, but in another sense, it's like, can we just freaking score first? Like, what? this is crazy. And right. then, then we do, um, we lose. you know, against Colorado and, and we have, yeah, we have scored and then lost, but Colorado, luckily we were able to get it done, man. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a positive and a negative. I don't think they want to get scored on first. I really think they prefer to control the game and win three nil every night. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. uh, for them to fight back and chase that game, it's, it shows grit, but probably also uses a lot of freaking energy. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, it, it's something that I think this team, it's just, it's a very resilient team. And I think that's really cool. And I'm, and I'm happy that they can do it. I don't think we have a clean sheet this year, do we? I think this oh, is uh, not at all. I don't, let me, let me look uh, before I, I speak out of turn and offend to Amelia. Um, let me see here. I, I, I'm thinking back and I, I just, I can't think of off the top of my head if Sporting KC has a clean sheet in MLS play here. So let's see here. Sporting Kansas City schedule. Bear with me as I have internet problems. But I'm... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, here what we do go. I do? What you, no, saying? it's... Uh, I lied. There is one clean sheet. It was Vancouver. Okay. Rio. But, okay, so one clean sheet this year. It's, you know, I'd like that to okay. be more. Sure. So would, so would Tim. But, I mean... Was that clean sheet even with Tim and goal? I mean, wasn't that uh, was that when Pulse Camp was doing a thing? Oh, you might be right. Maybe that's where I got myself confused. Is it might have been um, Pulse Camp and goal? Let me we see. We did that. have a Pulse Camp era for a bit. You know, we had our finger on the Pulse Camp, and it was Tim, uh, no Tim was in goal. Oh, okay. So I lied. Well, I, we tried, my, we tried to give it to you, John. You handsome son of a bitch. My apologies to Tim Melia. So. Anyway, let's let's do a couple questions here, and then we'll wrap up here shortly. Um, Daniel Gooden says, "Are you guys worried about more than just Buzio being sold, like Daniel or Jalen?" I don't I mean, know. Jalen's kind of playing out of his mind too. I don't. I don't know if Jalen has those aspirations. I mean, I know he's not from here either, just like Buzio, but uh, Daniel definitely isn't from here. But I, I don't know, man. I, you, you want to talk to them personally and be like, "Do you have these kind of goals?" Uh, or would you like to, you know, stay in the States and have a family or whatever? I don't know. I'm sure Jalen, well, I, I, what I was going to say is I'm sure Jalen has the aspirations. I'm sure they both have the aspirations to play in Europe or in a better league, if, if at all possible. Really? Jalen, I feel like, is the one that's more likely at this point because Daniel's 24 years old. It's certainly not out of the realm of possibility, but Daniel feels like a solid MLS player. Like that's a wow. good level for him. If someone came knocking down the door and offered a bunch of money for Daniel right now, Peter's going to take it because it, you know, absolutely, it, it's typical finance, dude. You sell high, buy low, that kind of situation. Yep. And Daniel's high right now, you know. Yeah, I don't um, think it's probably going to happen. But <laughs> four twenty, um, Jalen's still younger, so it could happen for him. Give him a couple years, maybe there's a championship team or, or somebody comes along, you know, um, and 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 tries to make a move. Who knows? We'll see. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If there's interest, I mean, they always entertain the idea, but 
yeah. as far as answering the question though i wouldn't say i'm worried no I'm not, not right now not right now yeah no and, and even if it comes in the future i'm not worried about the boozio being sold let's call them not worried about the boozio um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried in the sense of I'm happy for him. Like I was looking yeah. at Sassuolo jerseys and I was like, damn, this third shirt's pretty cool. I'm just saying, man, we about Busio to get shirt. these Busio jerseys or what? But I'd be sad because he's good and it'd leave a hole in our team. But you know, for sure. Yeah. Maybe Remy Walter and Gadikinda when they come back from injury could fill that hole a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah, you start calling people up from SKC too, man. I mean, that's where that's what that team's for. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last question we'll do this week, Connor Bateman. How concerned are you with Russell's form? He's had some assists this year, but being in a contract year and a designated player, I would think he needs to start scoring, especially since we don't know how long Polito will be out. Yeah. Speaking of contract year, by the way, how'd you like how Daniel said uh, this isn't his last year? He has a guaranteed contract for next year. We didn't, didn't even talk about that. that. Yeah. He says like, another year. Uh, the internet say differently, Daniel. Can you elaborate on this okay he apparently seems you would know pretty confident unless the upper unless the you know upper office is like uh daniel you don't i don't know why you said that in the press conference mm-hmm. but johnny no dude we've said we're not really worried because he's getting things done he's making sweet assists and getting checked into the the boards and going into the the crowd you know but it's a come on the dude's not for lack of trying you know what i mean yeah. i think he's doing good things yeah. But I, as far as being a contract year, that is a little scary. I think you got annoyed just now because I interrupted you. No, I'm not annoyed at all. Uh, um, you had a face. You had a face. <laughs> it looked like you were annoyed. I get that face a lot here at home. My wife, when I interrupt, I'm like, oh boy, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my stomach's a little upset because I have not eaten dinner yet and we're oh, recording you it. Take poo-poo. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I need to cook some din din. Tushy um, good day, baby. <laughs> no other 10% off. Um, no, I just, you know, I'm less worried about it being a contract year because I do believe sporting will want to bring Johnny Russell back. If that's at all possible, I think they can't bring him back as a designated player. Again, his, his age and his output are not warranting designated player status right now. He's making around 1.6, $1.7 million per year. If you can get him down into more Tam level, I think, I mean, you can buy him down with Tam now and he can be not a designated player, but if you can get him down, Closer to that eight nine hundred thousand million dollar mark. That's a little bit more feasible. Yeah, but, but also you wonder. You know, some of these foreign players. You wonder how, how long they really want to be here. Uh, do they, they they uprooted their lives and they brought their family and wife and kids here? And do they want to go back home and pursue opportunities there? You know what I mean? You just you just don't know because that's there's personal decisions at play too, not just uh, money and output, right? Yeah, Johnny's an interesting one though because. He talked about when he came here, he was like, yeah, I, I would stay up late in Scotland or in England when I played for Derby County and watch MLS games because I just love the league so much. And hmm. so, you know, and obviously he's a fan favorite. So he's like, really I like this league. league. I could I could torch those fools. <laughs> but I mean, you're also you're right. I mean, he's got a, a young child, at least one young child, a daughter and maybe he likes raising her in, in Kansas city to an extent, but maybe he wants to go back home. So yeah, exactly. You just don't really know where everyone's heads at and it's not all, you know, it's not all up to the business side. It's, it is a personal thing as well. So yeah. time will tell. Yeah. So we'll see. 
Um, <laughs> One thing we got to do here, by the way, man, we're going to have to get Busio on the podcast and we're gonna talk try. to him. We're gonna we got to do it. That's got to be our July goal. And uh, make that. let's make that happen, man. We'll Patrick, try. Bugabo. Patrick, I know you're listening. <laughs> you know, Bugabo sounds like bugaboo sometimes. And uh, you said bugaboo in this podcast. I did. And I, th- I thought you said Bugabo. <laughs> it's fun to say when you think about it. Patrick knows. I'm sure he's never heard it before. Oh, Maybe. he's heard it. He knows now. <laughs> Um, just one other note before we sign off here. Well, a couple other things, I guess, real quick. First off, around the league, you see this report that the LA Galaxy are open to signing Gareth Bale from Real Madrid. And I'm like, oh, really? Twist their arm. Why don't so you? So are we, if we have to. <laughs> like, come on now. I just. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, it, you know, Tom Bogert in there. He's. Gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and point out this pesky little fact. The LA Galaxy do not have an open DP spot. You know who else they signed when they didn't have an open DP spot? Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic. That's right. So, because they had like they had like Pepsi Cola paying his salary or some shit. I know there's probably or a little Duracell more batteries. Probably a little more scrutiny given what just happened in Miami, but the entire designated player rule was made up so the Galaxy could sign David Beckham. So yeah, who's now in Miami? Like I'm not sure. Uh, this is what I was told is okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This isn't this isn't what I told was told would happen. This is all um, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it was funny. I'm like, I'm sure wow. they're open to talking with Gareth Bale. Is Gareth yes. Bale open to talking with them? We are open to Ronaldo helping us win uh, MLS right. Cup. That's that's something we'd be open to. Right. It's, it's like someone was in my Twitter mentions and and they it, you know I, I get where they're coming from, but they were saying like you know do you think you know SKC would need Weston McKinney if we could sign it? And I'm like. I mean, yes, he's starting sure. for Juventus and Champions League. He's not yes. coming. Weston McKinnon, that's not even a thing. Yeah. Like that would. <laughs> Robert so. Lewandowski, sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, I know you're, uh, you like pulling for the Germans sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Like and, a beer, uh, like a bratwurst. Sure. The Germans did not have the Euro 2020 competition that they had hoped for. Oh, yeah. I, I have not been really following the Euros, but I've been oh, following man. the Twitters. Yeah. Um, Germany played England earlier in the day on Tuesday, and uh, mm-hmm. Germany ended up losing 2-0. And uh, Raheem Sterling got a 75th-minute goal. And then Thomas Muller had a sitter, sitter, one-on-one with Jordan Pickford. And I'm an Everton fan, so I can tell you firsthand, Jordan Pickford is not that good of a goalkeeper. And Thomas Muller just pushed it just wide and it would have tied the game late and it's just it was so sad because Muller's so good and then friggin' Harry Kane scored an 86 minute and England won 2-0 but That's um fun. fun stuff you know France lost now it's around uh, quarterfinals I think next but France lost to Switzerland in a wild yeah. ass game I heard uh, that Croatia Sweden. had a crazy game with Spain yeah. so Sweden and Ukraine were all tied up for a while it's a fun tournament, man. Yeah. I love international soccer. Very cool. So anyway, but you're not following it that much. So that's fine. It's fine. Not much. Uh, maybe I will when, when it gets down to like four teams or something. I don't know. It's a uh, w- world cup. I get into a lot, but uh, euros. I never really, 
got too much into, I guess. What about the Olympics? Are you an Olympics fan just in general? Not even just soccer? Well, like in general? this year, Olympics put a really bad taste in your mouth. You know, it's kind of, it feels like it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, I understand uh, But yet when it does happen, we're all going to be like, ooh, ah, this is great. I forget everything controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Olympics. I love the Olympics, like both yeah, winter and I mean, summer. Well, you should start training then because next year's Olympics, uh, they've added your your sport that you're really good at, breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I do have an unsung passion for curling. I even, when I moved to Kansas oh, City, I looked up how do I, like, is there a place we could learn how to do curling in Kansas City? Oh my gosh. And there is the curling club of Kansas City. I'm just saying. How did you? Did you go? I haven't, gone yet. I haven't gone I haven't gone yet, but I want okay. to. Okay. It seemed like you had to already kind of know how to curl to go to the curling club. And I was like, I'm not about to show up and be like that guy who doesn't You're like know. I brought my own broom. <laughs> and they're like, wait, <laughs> no, don't do a that. Straw broom that I'm just running <laughs> up and down my ice with. My grandma shipped it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I'm excited I like for Olympics. I'll, the Olympics. I'll watch. I won't binge it or nothing. I won't have it on my TV 24 oh, seven, but I'll watch I'll have it and play soccer. Every night I will have the Olympics on swimming, Every track night. and field. Men's gymnastics blows my mind because these dudes hanging from the rings doing all their crazy oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, they make you feel uh, very unfit is what they mm-hmm. do. They're like, wow, I'm such a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what I got for you this week. You I imagine else? from old school with Vince Vaughn holding on to those <laughs> rings with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I showed you my biceps real fast. That's okay. You just showing off. You got anything else for our good listeners this week? Nah, good listeners. Hey, we need a couple more reviews, man, to get to 200. Mm -hmm. Help us out if you have yet to do that. And thanks for tuning in. Five-star rating. Make sure you go leave those. Check out uh, hellotushy.com slash no other. As we mentioned, for 10% off your Hello Tushy today, check out Manscaped. Use promo code NOOTHERPOD, 20% off and free shipping. Check out our store, man. I'm really proud. William Geddes did a fantastic job with these designs. The new Victory Pod shirt is there. We've talked about it before. We got a lot of cool stuff. Shirts, mugs, stickers, decals, all anything you could ask for. Play around with the combinations because yeah. you can do cool different lightweight stuff that give you some different color options and you can customize it really to your heart's desire. The lightweight stuff's legit, man. I really like my lightweight t-shirt um mm-hmm. i wish they had hawaiian shirts you know you would, i think tis the season i think that's pretty funny you would rock one but uh well yeah i'd cut the sleeves off that bad boy it'd be <laughs> be hot boy summer baby <laughs> um they, i mean they our, our platform tells us that they they are always looking at adding more product so okay. i know the request we've gotten before is a scarf and i would love a scarf Maybe we can figure a way out to do scarves even outside of this if we need to at some point in the future. Yeah, we could contact a scarf company, get some, put our crest on there or something. That'd be yeah, sick. We'll figure that out. Um, but check it out. Check out our Victory Pod merch. Check out all of our other merch. You can get the link in our bio and socials. Uh, I'm going to try to put it in the description of this podcast. Um, or you can go to bit.ly slash no other pod and check it out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at jcmax 3 Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was another double victory. Well, another victory pod, our first double victory pod of 2021, I think. And hopefully we'll be back next week to talk victory pod after we beat the LA Galaxy. Uh, happy 4th of July. Stay safe if you do anything. Don't start fires with your fireworks. 
But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Shallowy train, baby. Chew, chew. Yeah.